1: Hi, I'm Jordan.
3: I'm Kirsten.
1: And we're Quote Quote the Raven. Raven. And you're listening to Tobin Tonight.
0: Welcome, guys, to the podcast. Uh, How are you guys doing? Good. Pretty good.
1: Yeah. Given the state
0: of things, I
3: think.
1: Yeah, putting together some Legos and... (laughs) <laughs> yeah the See, where,
0: where was my invite why wasn't I invited to well,
1: them I'm them? a very selfish Lego putter together I don't okay know well you know build what it. All yourself uh, I do
0: I'll remember <laughs> that later I will upload a clip and tag you guys and be like look at all the Legos I got uh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he has a lot of Legos now yeah. I feel like he's bought a lot during this this, this
1: year Is I get the ones that are like like you can stand them up and put
0: them places like New York City oh i like I like that,
1: yeah, like i I don't like the ones that are like the figures go everywhere. I'd rather have it like
0: set.
3: the newest like one that. is,
0: oh baby baby Yoda baby Yoda
3: <laughs> it's so cute though, I'm not gonna lie.
0: Are you a big fan of the star wars i I am i I love it, but
3: I am now, but it took me years to actually watch the movies. It's actually terrible. I think the first time I watched them was probably six years ago, like I was like old enough that i should have seen them multiple multiple times but. yeah
0: yeah
1: i'm not crazy like retcon canon stuff but I, I i definitely like to watch what i can like you know like i feel old
0: I, I i kind of feel old with the way i said that i was like are you interested in the star wars And so like, do, you watch, do you watch star wars it's like no the, it's like i feel like one of those I, and i i get it because we're getting older but it's like one of those people's like do you play the minecraft and yeah like, you mean just minecraft right and i'm like Oh, yeah, sorry. Sorry, like that it's, you know, I'm the uncle now that's like, my uncle over there <laughs> says the Minecraft. I okay. play the
3: Animal Crossing. We play yeah. the music.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you do? Yes, that's true. Yes. <laughs> and, you guys play and, the music, and, right? Yeah, yeah. And we're like, yeah. the same. I'm, I'm, it's full circle because I'm sure I was the, when I was younger, it'd be like my nan when you go over to, so I used to go to my nan's right after school because she only lived really close by. And she'd be like, are you going to go on the MSN and talk to the buddies? And I'm like, number one, nan, the MSN is fine, but the buddies—you can just call them no. friends. She's like, uh, <laughs> "You have friends." I'm like, "Leave me alone, then. <laughs> <laughs> oh my smarter, gosh! Smarter child. about MSN, though, Like, I really
3: miss MSN. That <laughs> consumed my life, though. Maybe, maybe it's a good thing.
0: It was—it's gone. I it's feel like, text messaging is pretty close. It is, but it's, yeah. it's I don't know. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna argue with you there, Jordan, because in a text message, no one can send you that. Goddamn emoji of the kid sending you a splash balloon every time, like fifty times, and like every time you open the screen, it's like an old lady laughing, like. <laughs> and I'm just still oh like, why? Gosh, why did I you send fifty about times to me?
1: Those. <laughs> I forgot about all of those. I don't know if I had enough friends to get those.
0: Oh, that's well, fair. Yeah. <laughs> what, will, what, will do, what will do, Jordan, is after this interview is done, I will send you a YouTube link where it's they show all of these emojis and all these things. (laughs) Well, I guess we call them emojis now. All these things happened. But yeah, I, I agree with you. I kind of miss MSN. But the thing that kind of converted from Facebook to MSN, which I'm kind of glad is gone. But remember at the time when Facebook used to have is? So people would like... Before yeah, we were terrible. all involved with politics and everyone's views mattered, it was like...
3: I know, I always get those, like, memory ones of, like, stuff that I posted eight years ago or yeah. whenever, nine years ago, ten years oh, ago. Oh,
1: yeah. It's so weird because it's, it's like, just, like, the text terrible. just starts and you're like, I
0: know. Oh, yeah. The is. The they take is, the is out. yeah. yeah. You, you, like, yeah, you forget at times where it's like, I don't remember being this bad at grammar. And that's like, you <laughs> were. <what> Facebook <laughs> was. But <laughs> it's, it's funny no. because... Kind of like Jordan, in a way, I didn't have a lot of people that would engage with your like comments or posts. So you could say something like, Brian Tobin is graduating, and it's like two likes. And then it's like, again, it'd be like, Leah is going to bed. Text or call. I'm like, wait, if you're going to bed, why would someone text or call? And it'd be like 50 people like, what's up, girl? Like, let me text you later. And I'm just like, she's going to bed. She's going to bed. Like, what is going on here? I graduated. I graduated. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's so funny. And
3: then yeah. they'd always put the spirit, the uh, um, space period, you know, oh, yeah, had to have yeah. the spaces in between punctuation. What is it? They'd have a space, but before all the punctuation, oh. that's how people used to write their statuses is yeah. blah, 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 space period.
0: Yeah. Or, you know, weird. Yeah. Well, we, it's funny because we grew up on say MSM where like you would be able to, I think mine, I used to be able to put the lightning in between your name. So that would flash. Right. Like it was like, I think comma or like in quotations, L I right login. But then when they came up with like the personal message underneath, I think I was maybe one of the first ones that not like, I'm not proud to admit it, but a lot of people would use like lyrics to songs. And I was like, Oh, that's deep, man. So you'd go back and I think I still have screenshots somehow from people's MSN <laughs> things and like some people would have like Kelly Clarkson's like Miss Independent as it or I love it. Yeah, or like <laughs> I don't know uh Shania Twain's like so, some lyric from Shania Twain I'm like okay, that was our version of when you go on Twitter now or Instagram and someone puts a, t- a quote around something like uh Christina Aguilera's like I'm a sh- I'm stronger than ever blah blah, blah. I'm like easy <laughs> Easy. You're just going to the mall and you just had a on a Yeah. <laughs> Relax. I think
3: I think all the people that I had on MSN were were like rotted. Don't text the cell. That was like the see, quote I'll, that see, everyone. Is that, that's, your
0: that's that is normal. No. That's normal. <laughs> I had people that, that would say had a rough day call me later i'm like who's gonna call someone who's had a rough day yeah.
3: like <laughs> i don't want hey, to hear about it
0: like hey danielle how are you doing i told you not to call me i'm like well actually your msn no but not you i meant my real friends i'm like well th- 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 tell your real friends yeah. and, what, and
3: what does later mean like in five yeah. minutes or like yeah, yeah. when did you post this status uh, is it later yeah. now
0: <laughs> <When>? yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah even worse if they haven't been on like three or four years or and then it finally clues into you like Man, they've been gone to bed for a while. It's like, no, they are locked. I'm like, oh, okay. Sad reality. But I just thought she was just gone to bed and never woke up. I was a little bit concerned. It's like, Brian, you see her every day at school. It's like, yeah, but that's different. That's, that's different. different. She's sleepwalking, actually. Yeah, she's,
3: you didn't know. She's getting she's
0: better grades than me. And I graduated. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me a little bit about how you guys formed. Like was it a kind of a school project? Did you guys one day just say like, "Hey, you can play this instrument, I can play this instrument, let's team up." And one was like, "I am is busy on Facebook." No, no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, we we met in a in a choir. Actually, no, we met in a drive-through at McDonald's. Oh no, true. <laughs> she she was drunk walking through the through the drive-thru, yeah. <laughs> and I was working, and very annoyed by the people knocking on the window at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning.
3: One of my friends um, was going to one of the local music places for lessons, and I guess that's how she knew you. Yeah. And she was like, oh, yeah, I know him. That's Jordan. I was like, hi. Like, I, I remember. I wasn't... Like, I was yeah. I was drunk, though. But <laughs>
1: you were definitely drunk. I, I
3: definitely was. <laughs> but yeah, that's true. That is how we first met.
1: But then we... Uh, she ended up attending lessons in the same place and um, I was teaching and and doing some recording and stuff there. So we both ended up joining a choir together and choir is like five or six, of, five us or six of us yeah. at any given time.
3: We would like sometimes just create our own harmonies. It was very much like just yeah, winging just wing it, it. And, and singing the songs that we really liked. It was fun.
1: I think we did a, a song together one day and, and that was really it, you know, like people are like, oh, your voices blend so well together. And I was already playing downtown. I was like, why don't you come join me for a set? And then we ended up playing so since sad. basically 10 years.
3: Yeah.
0: Way too long.
3: And that's <laughs> way, too, way long. too long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if I had only known then. I know,
0: right? <sighs> <laughs> this this is the interview that's like it's like you guys you had quote the Raven on right I'm like yeah they broke up like five months after your interview <laughs> like, I actually just yeah, left yeah they're they're done I'm like oh that's so sad it's like am I the actual podcast now that breaks up groups because that be interesting.
3: <laughs> Kirsten is rotted don't text us yeah yeah.
0: yeah 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 exactly you, you you like you see you see like future episodes where it's like Brian has Shani Canuck on it's like no my God please don't Brian please don't break them up I'm like it's time
3: <laughs> <laughs> they've had a long run yeah, this, <laughs> it's, it's over <laughs>
0: yes yeah, so like those
1: those talk shows that just cause the drama like you just watch and you're like oh my god please don't ask him that question like yeah <laughs> yeah
0: to each their own like i love those like you said the the ones that do do the tmz moments like i have a niece that watches a lot of reality tv now old reality tv which i think is kind of weird but anything that she can find on youtube so it's like you know like the nanny like the one that the the nan comes over and like somehow arranges the whole family in like one episode yeah yeah there you go and it's (laughs) like arranges the whole family in an episode i'm like oh my god Great. But you know, the moment you leave and the cameras go off, that kid's going to be like, she's gone. (laughs) (laughs) And the parents
3: are never going to follow what she told them. Yeah, it's it's,
0: It's like in your own mind of bringing it modern day, it's almost like seeing a TikTok post where it's like the nanny leaves like, oh, you guys, wonderful kids. See you later. And then next minute it's just like, it's time to fucking lose it. It's just sort of like she hasn't party. even left for five <laughs> minutes. She's literally outside the door. She can come back yeah. anytime and whoop your ass. It's like too late. <laughs> <Handles around. laughs> She's wrapped yeah. up
1: here. That's reality TV in oh, a nutshell. Though, I know isn't it? you never
0: oh, know what's God. true, and what's not. No, and and sometimes they're like the good side of it is sometimes when you see documentaries like on bands. Like I know I, I haven't watched them. I've always said I want to, but it's like. I've seen one on Oasis and I like Oasis like background of like the two brothers don't get along. And I'm like, it's interesting to me, but also kind of heartbreaking. Cause I'm like, you guys made such great music. Why yeah. can't you? But mm-hmm. I get it. If you don't get along with your brother, it's hard to even get along. It's hard to be in a band with your brother. If you don't get along. Yeah. But there definitely. are ones like the Backstreet Boys that I'm in, that I like, and you'll see them get on Nick's case of like, yeah, this guy sometimes can be a real douche. And he's just, he just wants what's good for the band but he can come across like an asshole. And I'm like, I still like them, but it's just the behind the scenes stuff. It's like, Oh, this is interesting. Let's put it this way. It's not made in like the Kim Kardashian way where it's like, I have a pool and I love our pool, but I've never been in our pool. And it's like, kanye just making fun of her it's like oh my gosh our pool i'm like yes kanye it's time to leave (laughs) (laughs) that's
1: yeah i can't when reality tv turned into mostly that that's when i was like i'm out i used to love survivor and all that stuff and but it was like after that it was like like, "Mm, i'm done yeah i'm I i
3: don't know sometimes the drama is entertaining but but sometimes it's just like okay it, even it, even if it's scripted like I feel like yeah. they people can do better you know I'm like you can do better if, th- if this is scripted you can you can do yeah. better yeah.
0: <laughs> you no know? I feel like I, I feel like it's a double-edged sword because I'm coming at it from a standpoint of someone who grew up watching like wrestling which is totally scripted. And totally, like, you just, you kind of know, yeah, there you go, just pointing. I I wanted to be a wrestler growing up. Like (laughs) That's what he would be. (laughs) Do this. But I I love that stuff, and then I would oust people for watching, like, Young and the Restless and stuff. I'm like, whatever, like, why are you watching that? And especially The Bachelor, like, to the point, when The Bachelor first started, or Bachelorette, there were certain points where I'm like, okay, that's a curveball, that's a swerve, that's a little bit, like, out there but now it's like almost every season it's like you've never seen this film before except for on season 3 and season 4 and season 5 it's <laughs> on season 8 and I'm like yeah, yeah. I've, I have seen this done before where she yeah. just gets up and leaves with the douche and then you bring in another one okay <laughs> cool. like yeah. I don't ever expect like sometimes I'm actually kind of surprised because they always have like the asshole on these and then he right. somehow stays like to say Forever. The, the, yeah like till there's like final five I'm like are you kidding me You're telling me that no one else was going to stick around to watch the other four guys, so you had to keep him around. You're basically telling people that are watching this in their 20s, like, hey, remember that douchebag guy that you got rid of? Maybe keep him around for a little while longer. It's like no, <laughs> no. our okay. ratings
3: are really high.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. His, yeah. he is doing so much. Like he is doing so much damage to your personal life, but the gossip that he brings—it's yeah. great. Those TV ratings, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. All those friends that you don't speak to—they would love to hear about this guy, <laughs> or it's like, or vice versa. It's like uh, it's like this girl that's crazy. Bring her around your friends. You'll you'll catch up since high school. They're like, are you okay, Jordan? It's
3: like, <laughs> 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 yeah. no but, but when it comes to like music documentaries though like they're always great I, I yeah. always like to know stuff on like my favorite artists or actors or whatever but it, it can it can ruin how you see them too which is yeah. so sad it's like I try really hard to like separate the two things but I find it really difficult like if I, if I don't Feel like someone's a good person. I find it really hard to like their music, so it's weird how that.
0: I will say this openly: like when I was younger, really liked Chris Brown. I liked Me? just he had, he, oh. he yeah, like he had the dance moves, he had the great tunes. <sighs> but then as soon as he mixed with the Rihanna whole ordeal, and I like Rihanna too, I was like oh man, I feel like I'm like in this battle with two friends. I I don't know them personally at all, but I'm like, which side do I take here? It's like, you can kind of be neutral. I'm like, well, no, because that's so wrong. What do you, and then like, again, over years, people forget it, but like, it's always kind of, I guess, helpful in a way of if the person that was affected can look back and be like, hey, that was just a bad time. Uh, I don't agree with it, but like, we're cool now. Like we can still, and I'm like, okay, well then that kind of opens the door to go back and like the act and whatnot, but there are still occasions where you're like, oh, like, I like the song, but I don't like, like, R. Kelly's Ignition, remix, love it, but R. Kelly, I don't know. Yeah, like, how can you not like it? I feel
3: like everyone likes that
0: song. (laughs) Yeah, and sometimes that gives them, like, and again, saying that sometimes gives them, like, the double-edged power of, like, well, you still like my music, so obviously you like me. It's like, no, I don't like you. It's like, I like your song. Michael
1: Jackson, there's, there's been a bunch of those over the years, and it's like, Oh the music well, I is I think
3: especially the ones where you can't prove it or like yeah. it's not proven is yeah. really difficult too because then you're just making a judgment call on what people are saying or what's going around and it's like but then you can't help but think about those things when you, when you hear these songs like I, I just find it really it's really sad sometimes like especially for the people who who probably like may not have done anything wrong and it just seems yeah. to have like a negative light on them like that That's has to be really right. hard for people but but yeah it can really affect how i view artists and act- actors and stuff depending well, on Well, it's like it's like what the they've whole, said or what they've
0: done. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like the whole kind of cancel culture. Like I I know mm. some stuff is like, okay, are you really mad about that from that point? Like I get things have changed, but even when Britney's documentary came out, like I've never seen it cuz at first I thought it was going to be like actual key people talking about her life, but I I've, I've heard that's just kind of like fan perspective. I'm like, well, anyone can do that, but it's yeah. it was like immediately once that came out, it was like on Twitter, it was like cancel Justin Timberlake I'm like oh why what happened here and then he had to come out and apologize I'm like okay so you just forced this guy to apologize now whether it's true or not it beats me but at the same point I'm like um I don't think he had to all the time but some people would be like well yeah he did I'm like why are we canceling him now like can we just kind of move on like everyone grows up these were like 16 year olds or 18 year olds in the spotlight it's kind of like looking back at like Bieber and and, uh, Gomez and the same kind of stuff happened there and it's like all right, I don't I don't overly like Bieber. I still think he has to grow up and stuff, but at the yeah. same time, like, dude, you're growing up in the media eyes where y- if we go out and crash a car, maybe a buddy might say, Oh, you're such a douche. Like, how did you crash that car? He goes crash the car. TMZ writes 20 articles of like, What was he doing that day? Was he saying is on Facebook? It's like, <laughs> it's like <laughs> Justin
3: <laughs> like, Bieber is crashing
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber was texting and his text says I hate Facebook and the is factor. I'm like, I wish he had to save that tweet for a later. Not while he was driving, but I totally agree with his premise.
1: (laughs) Place in time, man. Place in time. Yeah.
3: Yeah, It it has to be hard for people growing up in the industry for sure. I mean, you grow so much, especially from that age, like a lot of these child starts and stuff. It's like, you're definitely two completely different people by the time you reach your twenties.
1: And even like between, I think you do a lot of growing up in like, you know, 20 to 30 and, Mm.
3: No, everyone continues to grow and yeah. your views change and how you look at things change. And although like I try to look back on um, when I was in growing up in school, and like, I was bullied a little bit, not, not really bad. Like I had a lot of friends and I was lucky that way, but you know, I try to think and it's like, I can't think of anything terrible that I've done. Like I try to think about it. I'm like, I really don't think I've done anything terrible, but that doesn't mean that I haven't. And it's like, yeah. who knows what other people's views of me are or like something that I did once or said something once, like I have no idea. It's kind of scary because you're like, I don't, I don't know. Like, have I done anything that offended somebody before? It's like, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure everyone has like.
0: Yeah. I think it's kind of ironic in a sense that like when you look back at things, you want to remember like, okay, these are the good things I've done or like try to remember yourself in, I guess in a golden light, but there are going to be people that look at you like in a shitty light anyway. And it's kind yeah. of like the whole quote. I think someone had posted, it always comes up on the Instagram a lot and it's like, a different user every time i'm like i get it like stop it but it's it's like in in someone's story you're a villain regardless and i think okay. it's even like how i met your mother they kind of analogize it a little bit of like when ted takes i guess it's the husband's wife and he's like man i don't feel right about this like this is a guy that i know and it's like yeah but in her story you're the hero right. now in his story you're the villain so i'm like it, it kind of gives leverage to people that think like, oh, well, I can say what I want and people won't give a shit. It's like, well, no, let's not take it that far. It's just that you, you could be like the nicest person in high school. You could be the nicest person. You, you can change. You yeah. can yeah. like change your opinion on stuff. But point it's like, I remember in grade five when you kicked me down the well. I'm like, okay, number one, it wasn't me, but thanks for holding that grudge for like 20 right. odd years. So <laughs> you're now still holding that grudge against that person and they could have changed. It's like, yeah, but you still kicked me down a well. I'm like, well, go talk to him. It's like, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. He kicked you down the well again. Okay, not everything is great. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, he's the exception. He yeah. Grown yeah, yeah, up. yeah. And
1: that's that's the truth. I, mm-hmm. I think being able to adapt and learn and grow from everything over the years, like that's, you know, if you were a bad person, don't be a bad person anymore. Like when someone points it out, it's like, okay, I'm going to learn from that and grow and change. Yeah. And if you don't then stay canceled, get out. Like, you know, like, otherwise, that, I think that's the big thing, you know? Like, yeah. and, and always be willing to listen to what other people have to say about things. Like, that's that's really all you can do, isn't it? Like...
3: Yeah, when someone gets, like, the wrong impression, though, that's so hard. Like, I've had a couple people that I know, like, don't have a great opinion of me. And it's because
1: she has a resting bitch face. <laughs>
3: True. Yeah, I do. It just looks like I'm angry all the time. I'm not. I
0: promise. I, I, I no, was going to but- say that. As soon as you guys joined this conversation, I was like, I haven't even said anything. And she's like, looking like she wants to fight me.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> just tired. confrontation after conversation.
3: I can't help it.
0: Okay? <laughs> I'm happy. And then they're just they're like, Your face just went the other way. I'm like, What way do you want it to be?
3: <laughs> yeah, my concentrate, like when I concentrate, it's like, I look like I'm super angry. It's so funny. Yeah. I was in school and I had this t- a teacher and it was for a dance class. And I try, like, I think I was really mad at myself. Cause when I was younger, I did dance and I was pretty decent at it, but I had not danced for a long, 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 long time. So I was getting really frustrated at myself all the time. Cause I just couldn't get the chor- choreography down. And she, I guess she thought that I was mad at her. Like, cause I would like really like be mad at myself, but I guess outwardly, it, it looked like I was just pissed off with the class. Yeah. I don't know. She had to like, she brought me outside and here I was like already, I think I was 22 at this point. So it wasn't like I was young and I felt so bad. Cause I was like, oh my gosh, she's been teaching this class every day for weeks. Yeah. And like, she thinks that I hate her and that's not the <laughs> truth. And I think even when we had this conversation and it was finished, I was like, I still think that she genuinely thinks I really don't like her. Yeah. And it was like, no matter what I said, I couldn't like convince her that that sucks. Like it stays with you, even though it was yeah. just like one person. Yeah. It's like when someone gets the wrong impression, that's oh,
0: it's brutal. Yeah. Tell me a little bit, because again, when we were talking about it, when people change over time and we talked a little bit about when you're in choir and, uh, I guess high school and 10 years ago or 10 or more years ago in that growth, were there times that you, I guess, looked at each other and said, okay, like we're growing, we're starting to get bigger. Or was it kind of at first, just like a project that you thought, Oh, like this is something fun to us to do. Like when did it actually become something you took seriously and then come up with a name for the band and then said, let's do this.
3: I honestly think it was really gradual. I don't know if we ever had a conversation like that. We we wanted to do an album, so we you know we did our first EP, but even that was like recording off the floor, so it wasn't like a a full studio setup. Yeah. You know, was not individual tracks that kind of thing. When we did our second album, I mean, I guess that was probably that the was time, the last point, but that was only twenty eighteen. So I mean, we were playing for quite a while before we. We really, like, took it on the road, and, and, you know, we did a couple Newfoundland tours, I think, but when we really started touring the Atlantic provinces, I think it was, like, 2018.
1: Yeah, basically, we were, like, two years trying to come up with a name for what we were doing,
3: and then... (laughs) We were uh, J&K, you know, or or JK for a little while.
1: But, yeah, like, 2016, we put out Misty Mountains, and Mm -hmm. that was, like, hey, we don't know what we're doing, but we wanted to put out a record, and... I think it's one of those things that we didn't realize, but we had a team growing with us the whole time. Mm. That record, we, we had talked to Chris Kirby about doing that first record, and he was he got super busy doing, as he always is, working with a bunch of other people and stuff. And, and so it just kind of felt like us working together kind of fell to the side. So we ended up working with Robert Kelly, who's an amazing uh, producer as well. And, and like Kirsten said, we did all that in one take and had a couple of yeah. session musicians put some stuff on top of our live take. And that's the record that we put out and that was like hey we we did a thing and uh, <laughs> we put
3: all the songs that we have are the only originals we have on an album right i think that's all we had at the time it's like six of those i think we actually finished the sixth one in the studio basically Definitely. so that was the only songs yep. we had at that point
1: i think chris heard that record and was like, hey, did you guys forget we were going to work together? And we were like, no, we just thought you were busy.
3: <laughs> we just thought yeah. you didn't want to work with us. <laughs> so you
0: were making excuses. It's like, it brings it full circle. We're right back to where you're saying the dance teacher was like, do you hate me? It's like, no. He's like, do you guys hate me? Yeah, no, and that's and that's we it, that, yeah
1: no? for sure. I think that goes through your mind a lot in the music yeah. business because people are busy all the time. So it's like you know, if someone forgets about you for a couple of weeks, you're like, yeah. well, all right, I guess we're done. But that's that's where like we learn to follow up. Like doing follow up is like amazing. It actually really works in the music industry because when you get twenty five emails a minute, you're like. Oh, I, I missed one, so it's yeah. so easy to skip over something. But yeah, when, when we started working with Chris, life kind of started falling into place. Like We didn't realize, but my buddy from high school is a graphic design artist, and he did our first record. We didn't realize we were doing team building right off the bat. It was something that we had kind of... Innately done, like oh yeah, like we're gonna hang out with this person who's our friend, and and it ended up being like oh they have a skill set that actually works with what we yeah. do,
3: yeah, or like working with Chris and Chris knowing the guys from Sound of Pop, and then
1: which is our publisher,
3: which is our publisher yeah. now, but they wanted to do this whole like writing camp thing, so that's how we got Golden Hour, like our, our first full length album. It's like we went yeah. over there for four days and wrote a bunch of songs with a bunch of different singer-songwriters, and, like, it just, yeah, it gradually built. I don't know if we ever really sat down We're like, this is our career. I, I guess it's just been, like, a steady go. So it's like, okay, well, we're full steam ahead at this now. I don't know what I'm going to do if it doesn't work. It's like, I'm 28, and I don't really have a whole lot of schooling. So I guess, yeah. I don't know. This is it. This is it. No.
0: It's, it's interesting to <laughs> me because it wasn't the... It's like one of those albums, I believe, was really your standpoint. Now, I think it was like maybe 2018 or so that you got nominated for like a, a Music L. It's yes. it's kind of funny full circle here because when Rhonda now is the one in charge of kind of Music L, the one yeah. that kind of did the PR for me and said, these are all acts that would like to be on. I just thought it was funny because she's a very, she's a go-getter, which I like, but at mm-hmm. the same time as like she sent me when you were talking about like all the like 25 emails, she just sent me like 20 emails of like Hey, this is Tobin, this is blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, hold on, Rhonda. Like, just simmer. Like, I gotta, I gotta now try to respond to all these people and not miss one. And then there was times where I was like, Do they get a link? I don't know if they got a StreamYard link. Did this right. person get a link? And then I go back and I'm like, oh God, what if I go live and it's just me? And I gotta <laughs> go like, oh my God, I forgot their link. We're
1: so yeah. bad for affirmation. We're like, yeah, we got the link. Of course we're gonna be there. But that's yeah. just the way we are. Like, we're yeah, uh, we're yeah. of the mindset like you've got your shit together. So it's on us to get our shit together. So
0: I, I yeah, think that's and, and the so way
1: we've been, but yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. everybody's I, different. I feel like I should be one of those people. that's like, I got to get my stuff together. But like, I know when I send stuff out to PR, like to try to even get acts on, it's almost like, I, I don't know if it's a defeatist personality or it's just more of less like when you get like 20, just say if you got 20 no's, it just starts to dwell, mm-hmm. <laughs> dwell on you where it's like, I would send them all out. The basic ones of like, hey, it's like, I'd love to have you on. We can talk about this. And it's like, no, they're a little bit busy now, but reach back in October. I'm like, okay, keep going. And then after a while, you're like, oh my God, just come on my show. And they're like, <laughs> whoa, that is so unprofessional. I'm yeah. like, I'm tired. I'm tired of giving you a big, long spiel. And so I guess you get it sometimes you. in the music industry as well. Like, just okay. say different songs that you kind of put out where one PR would be like, just just keep it short. Just keep it simple. So if you're mm-hmm. like, hey, I would love to have Becky G on. she available? Then they're like, um, you didn't send us no links, no nothing, nothing about your podcast. I'm like, oh, okay, sorry, send them more. And then there's the other type where it's like, you send them all this stuff to like, just ask me if she's available. And <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I, there's no medium. What do yeah. you want? Yeah. They're ones? really, there there's isn't. no
1: medium. They They're either never. want your entire life story or they want it like one link, you know? Yeah. Like it's it's very, it, and we deal with that all the time. Like, you know, we've done a couple of PR campaigns where it's like, these great, beautiful things that we've worked with a team to try and communicate to people. And they're like, I just want to hear one song. And you're like, yeah. perfect.
0: Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry. I am, I am working on it. Yeah. Like
3: some people will tell you, Oh, they only read the first couple sentences and then other people will be like, no, they want your full life story. It's like, okay. Like, I don't know.
0: I feel like yeah. in your kind of realm with the music side of things, it's almost like, okay, do we send them like five of our songs? Do we send them one that we really like? Do we give them our whole background of like, hey, this is how we met. This is interesting story. So then people are like, all right, so we're not just dealing with people who just randomly met and sending us a demo. They have like a whole background. But yeah, it's kind of interesting to me when you went went down that rabbit hole in a way, because it's like, I prefer people giving me the full story. Because then I can look at it and be like, oh, this is an interesting topic here. This is like, we can go in here. I can relate to this, where if someone's like, yeah, man, I want to be on your podcast. Like, this is my link. And I'm like, great. Like, yeah, I guess sure. I can check out your link, but I won't really know a lot about you because now you're forcing me to do some research, which again, some <laughs> people like do your research. I'm like, yeah. that's fair. But then there are times where I'm like, you're coming on my show. Like, yeah. I want you to tell me what kind of things you want me to ask. Everyone walks away happy. Yeah, it's, Absolutely. it's
1: yeah, it's very interesting because like, you know, like we kind of put out a PR thing where it's like, it's about the current single and then. Sometimes it's like goes off on a wild tangent or or whatever the case may be.
3: I find it really hard too because I don't like a braggy thing. Like some things are like, it's like, yes, we've accomplished a lot and I'm really proud of it. But at the same time, it's like, depending on how we write it, sometimes I feel weird about it. I'm like, oh, like that comes, does that come across as like being full of yourself? And then I have to be like, well, no, we actually did those things. It's just so, it's so strange. Jordan's opposite. He's a
1: positive. Yeah. I try to put the positive spin on stuff because I think as a musician, like you're only a part of a subset of people who write songs. You're as a, or a songwriter, because you don't have to be a songwriter and a musician. You could be one or the other if you wanted to. So it's like, you know, each one of those things, it just puts you into a niche market like. The same as if you wanted to be a specialist in a doctor, you know, like, you know, like if you're a heart surgeon, you're not going to put down that you can also do family practitioner because that's not the job that you want. Right. Like, and so I think, I think for us, like that's, that's kind of where we put ourselves is like, okay, well, like now when we apply for stuff, it's like we were music and L's group of the year, or you know, we had some charting stuff or whatever it is. Like those accolades, they put you in an echelon with other artists similar to you. And if you don't do that, then I find it's harder to find an audience, or to grow, or to grow, yeah. or to or to find a, a booker who's looking for specifically yeah. folk artists at this level of of career. Kind of
0: had all of these, yeah. It's kind of like the catch twenty two. Like I like Definitely. how both of you have a different dynamic on it, but like again, agreeing to compromise in a way because it's you have to in like Jordan's sense there of putting in these accolades and accomplishments so people like that might stand out to you. Like if I sent out say an email to you guys tomorrow i was like hey come on part like come join my told me tonight podcast and it's like you're like okay it's like it's a local podcast blah blah blah." but then if i put in like more accolades of like hey we're like number one in canada blah, blah blah like it still gives you that mindset of like okay geez we can't just slack off here in this interview like we have to come kind of prepared and like it's all in how it's worded But it doesn't really like the interviewer itself could be like, I don't care. Like, whatever. Like, (laughs) me as a host, someone could come to me tomorrow and be like, Brian, did you know like you're the number one podcast in Newfoundland? Like, yeah, because there's probably like only two it's like <laughs> <laughs> right and i'm like and I, that's
3: me I, that I keep that
1: meat. information to myself like that's the yeah, thing yeah. like i'm like okay like yeah okay, Be we're... like
3: yeah but it's number one and i would be that person <laughs> to be like yeah cool at a two like yeah, and yeah, i would yeah. totally want to say that if someone said that to me in an interview yeah. i was like number, you're the number one
0: <laughs> whatever yeah.
3: like i'd have to stop myself from saying that
0: it's like i will listen to some of these iHeart radio like 90s whatever and they'll plug podcasts and it's like we are the number one and not that this is a legit one but it's like we're the number one in dog grooming podcasts i'm like well how many number one dog grooming podcasts out there and it gets like they'll make it even smaller and smaller like we're the number one dog grooming <laughs> podcast in uh, uh, pittsburgh pennsylvania and i'm like yeah now you're really just labeling it as like great <laughs> That's, like, me coming on here, like, right now and saying, I am the number one podcast in Whitless Bay, Newfoundland, and they're, like, well, number one, how many podcasts are in Whitless Bay, Newfoundland? Right. I'm, like, right. only one, and right. I'm in. Like, but
1: who's, who? like, and I, I think, you know, to speak to some of the evils of marketing and stuff like that, what was, I was watching Good Mythical Morning yesterday, and they were doing something about... Lasagna and like the Stouffer's lasagna has the biggest meat to cheese ratio or something ridiculous like that. But that's what they were bragging about. That was like their selling point. But when you go look at the actual standards of it, it was like they created the standard. Yeah. You know, so it was like, of course, they're going to be number one because no one else is even on this list of things that you can... For meat-to-cheese ratio of lasagna. <laughs> I, I just think about it from that perspective as, like, people who are just going to glance over stuff and be like, oh, cool, like, they were, you know, grouping here, blah, 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 like, it could have been 25 years ago, you know? Yeah. Like, it's, it's a matter of, like, just grabbing someone's attention who might not grab your attention. The people who want to engage with you and want to talk to you, like, we enjoy chatting with people, we enjoy getting out there, and that is the highlight of, of music for us, is touring and meeting new people and, and seeing the world in that sense. So it's like, if that's what we can do, awesome. If we need to shine up our resume so that the the presenter who doesn't really care about that thing is going to book us, it, that's that's kind of what the job entails at the time, you know. Yeah,
3: I mean, I think at the end of the day the music will speak for itself. People are either going to like it or they're not regardless yeah. of what the what the headline says or what the first sentence of your resume yeah. says. It's like even if we say, "Oh, we yeah, we're Newfoundland's group of the year." You know, if they listen to our music and they don't like it, doesn't really matter at the end of the day. So it's like it, those things are great to grab people's attention, and hopefully they stay because the music is good. Because that's really yeah, yeah, what it yeah. comes well, down to.
0: Well, yeah, I, I think it's like it's all a matter of building a core fan base. Like you're always going to have the ones that kind of jump on, jump off, depending on if they like a certain song or whatnot. Like, mm-hmm. I know artists from, say, the early, say, 90s to 2000s, where you're like, I'm always gonna love this band. And then, like, later on, like, they just disband, or you're like, hmm, they only had like two or three good songs. Okay. And it's like, but you said you'd always be a fan. I'm like, yeah. And there could be people that are still lifelong fans. And then there's right. other ones that I feel like it's okay to be a little bit of, a, you can be a diehard, or you can jump on and off. Like, I, I had a friend that once used to say, every artist at least has some good songs, some bad songs, but it depends on how committed you are. Like, I think I have a whole iPod or even my iPhone that has full of just say, uh, the 1975 all time low fallout boy. Like there are some that people will be like, I don't like this song. I'm like, that's fair. You don't have to. And I'm not overly picky on it either, but I still kind of like it. There are songs by 1975 that I'm like, I don't like it, but I still like the band. And there's other ones that someone be like, uh, why do you have, like, two Miley songs on your, like, iPhone? I'm like, because they're two Miley songs i like. It's like, right. okay. It's like, do you like Miley as a person? I'm like, yeah, sure. But it's like, do I, like, say 95% of her songs? Maybe not, but these two I do. Yeah. That's just yeah. my, that's, like, my example. Like, in fairness, I probably have more than two Miley songs on my, on my thing. But. That's fair. She has some, some yeah, yeah.
3: really great songs. Um, I love her voice too.
0: To kind of get into, I guess, a little bit of the ECMA side. Now, we've told all acts, and I'll do the whole spiel. It's like when you go to like a principal's office or like when you're reading instructions, So, like, here are the rules to this podcast. So, the rule that I tell everyone here, just so that they don't get the wrong light, and I'm kind of giving them an oust as well, is we get it. It's COVID. It's hard to get things done. Um, No one's blaming the ECMAs or Music NL or this podcast. They can come at me. I don't care. Uh, But (laughs) it's it's like, we get it. It's a pandemic. Things are hard to get done. We've had other acts on that have said the same. Like sometimes it's a little bit frustrating of, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing for the ECMAs? Am I doing it in person? Are you getting me to record it? Are we doing it live? Uh, Are we doing it the Bill O'Reilly way where we don't actually know, but we're going to just go, fuck it. We're doing it live. (laughs) Um, So... Did anyone give you an update on the ECMAs? Like, What are you guys doing? Are you still up in the loop? What's on the go?
1: We're full-time musicians, unlike a lot of people in the province, just because of the way, you know, I say this all the time, a lot of music professionals have to work 40 hour a 40-hour-a-week job to in order to pay for their, their music career, you know? And and we just kind of made a lot of sacrifices in life so that we could make this our, our full-time job. So for us to go to ECMAs when it was possible without... You know, we didn't mind quarantine it for two weeks back coming back to Newfoundland.
3: I mean it would suck, but we it, could do it, it because it, yeah. we don't have a job to go.
1: Yeah. To we we were job. in a position to yeah. do that. So that was our original plan. And as soon as the Nova Scotia stuff kinda of closed, we updated our plan to kind of say we've got a, a really nice showcase that we shot with Music and L that we're gonna we're gonna incorporate with our ECMA showcase.
3: And um, we're super so, we're so super yeah, excited about so it. as of right now it's it's a the pre recorded yeah um um set. But, yeah, that that was, like, a really pretty last-minute decision. Like, I feel like this only happened, like, last week.
1: Yeah, it was definitely I last week. I think when
3: we made our final decision. I think, you know, there was so much stuff kind of up in the air. So, it was kind of hard to figure out what was going on. But I don't really think it was... Yeah, the ECMA's fault, especially, like, last week, just because of all of the different, you know, restrictions and stuff in Nova Scotia. There's really nothing that they that they could do at that point. I think it was, you know, it was a bit of, of a scramble, for sure. But, like, yeah. I think everyone's sort of on, on the same page now. And I, I think it is probably the best decision, though.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, we, we've we been kind of planning with the same mindset. Like, it's just the two of us, so life's mm-hmm. a bit easier. You know, we've got a couple shows planned for, for June in Nova Scotia and PEI. And that's fully dependent on the Atlantic bubble, so...
3: We're sort of full steam ahead until someone tells us no, right. and <laughs> then it's like okay,
1: I th- I just think, change your mind. then. I think the pandemic's kind of taught us to be less precious about losing a gig or an opportunity because I think I think before, like even like 2018 when we first started touring all over like Eastern Canada and stuff, like if we lost a gig, we I know I would freak out because I'll be like, oh, this we'll never play there again or or whatever the mindset was, and that's not. That was probably never the case, but like, I never want to leave a bad taste in anybody's mouth. And and I know like there's things completely out of my control that, you know, people would not have any hard feelings about. But I've always been of the mindset to like make it happen somehow. Yeah. But COVID's kind of taught me that like shit happens.
0: So, yeah. you Especially know. Especially
3: when, it, when it's out of...
0: It's Instead completely. Of anyone's
3: control, yeah. So
0: yeah. I like how you said about leaving like a bad taste in your mouth, ma- or like leaving bad taste in people's mouths. Because immediately I was thinking of like, okay, what's something that's like a bad taste in someone's mouth? So imagine if you had to get up on stage and be like, "We are the black licorice of music." <laughs> we like black licorice. My girlfriend no, you,
1: loves it, and I'm like, no. "Stay away from me while you're eating them goodies." <laughs> yeah. <I>
0: Again, <laughs> it's like imagine just doing that. Like walk up on stage and be like we are the black licorice of music people would be like i don't know if that's like love or hate yeah. you <laughs> like either get five, super
1: fans
3: like five or... people in the audience is like yeah
0: well i just if you had to say we are like the sour nibs of music i'd be like oh my god so that means like we can never get them anymore they're only going to show up here once and we're going to love them but at the same point we're going to want them all the time to the point where they're going to get annoyed yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember when you used to go to the theaters and, like, I used to pack up on, say, like, the. I think they had, like, Jolly Sour, Sour Jolly Ranchers, which were, like, candy. Yeah. Um, we used to have Pizza Hut down here. And, like, you now this is way back. But I used to, like, I remember. I, I used to love how people, like, you're kind of with everything in life, you go from being a rookie to a vet real soon. Where I used to go in there and be like, man, I got to, like, spend a fortune of getting pizza. Like, the movie's already started. And then like one of my friends was like, "Yo, there's a lot, and it's like right down there. Go get your drink, sneak it in, <laughs> and then like the get like, get in the lineup now before the movie even starts, so that by the time that it starts, maybe in the previews." And I'm like, "Oh my god, how did I not think of this?" Because we used to go watch wrestling events, and I used to be like, "I don't want to miss an opening match," but. They'd be like, don't worry about it. There's gonna be like noobs in there playing SmackDown versus Raw on the big screen. I'm like, but I wanna be the noob that plays that. I was that
1: noob. I was that noob. I was obsessed. Being able to play that on the big screen was the coolest thing. Yeah. And me, me and my buddies, we were the assholes, like I think it was like shut your mouth or whatever it was, like here comes the pain. And we would stack the tables, which takes like yeah. 20 minutes. And it was like this glitch, you know, we were just like, let's glitch it out in front of everybody who's annoyed that we've took 20 minutes of their time. Yeah, yeah. I have no
3: idea what you're talking about.
0: To kind of go off that point, it's like there's actually a lot of people who stream like the old stuff. I, I don't follow them anymore because they kind of got mad at me because I pointed out something to them. But it was like New Legacy, Inc. I think it's like CM Pulse. It could be just Pulse now, but they play the old games and I like watching them stream it. I'm out there now, when, like once these interviews are done, I'll go back and play Smackdown versus Raw, like with John Cena, just because I want to be whatever. Yeah. But the storylines were all the same. So I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm bored. But we're going to bring it full circle to get her back in this interview because she's looking at us like.
3: No, I'm like, Wait. I'm
0: amused, but I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got the PlayStation you know. 2 set up
1: for after this interview is over.
0: Yeah, yeah. I feel like, you know what's going to happen after this interview is over? It's going to be like, I don't know what the hell we're talking about. But I think Brian made a friend in Jordan. I'm like, that's all that matters to me. <laughs> yes. Just to kind of close it off, what are some things that you want people to know about you guys like that haven't experienced your music? Now, of course, when they see this interview, they're going to be like, oh, those are some fun, happy, go lucky people. And I'll be like, yeah, they're like the Newfoundland friends. But, you know, they didn't go on a break. They were not your Ross and Rachel. <laughs> uh, but, uh, tell, tell people, I don't like, know, one, the
3: interview's not done yeah,
0: yet. <laughs> <laughs> tell people like, that maybe don't know a lot about you, what they can expect. And if you don't mind me throwing this in as well, where did the name quote, the Raven come from?
1: So, so to get that out of the way, um, <laughs> literally from Edgar Allan Poe, uh, I used to be a big poetry <laughs> fan growing up and it is quote, the Raven nevermore, but we, we tried to, just make it a little bit more modern by by taking out the H and putting in there.
3: Yeah, Jordan had like uh, so 10, many thousands. so many band suggestions. name suggestions at first, and I <laughs> shot them all down. And when he said, "Quoth the Raven," I was like, I knew where it come from, but yeah. I I kind of thought you know, it sounds it sounds very you know like old old language, and I don't know, I don't want anyone to think. We're like a poetry reading, although that is great. Like that's not or what we heavy do. Metal so, band. Or a heavy metal band. We've got that a couple of times too. So yeah. you know, I was like, oh, if we can change it to to quote, I'm I'm good with that. So we did that. Now, not everyone loves that.
1: No, we've L- had a
3: few people just L- be like, that that's not right, though. That's not right, and yeah. they just can't let it go. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, too late. We can't go back.
1: No, it's it's <laughs> it's stuck now. It's on all of our merch and our
0: t-shirts. Yeah.
3: And- and this yeah,
0: just just when people come up to you at the events with the merch, you just like take a permanent marker and be like, "There, quote," <laughs> yeah. and they be like, "Thank you, thank you so much." We we have had to
1: explain ourselves a couple of times to like literary scholars, and I'm like, "I respect you," so it's you know, it's just it's not it's not that it's it's literally just so it's not the same as 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 what it is, and I think yeah, that was enough enough rationale for us, so mm-hmm. it stuck. Yeah, I don't know, like when when you come see us play, like it's a bit of a comedy show. We make fun of each other all the time, and
3: <laughs> which some people don't like either. But, <laughs> but yeah, our banter is quite, quite self-deprecating. Different. Yeah, mm, but definitely. very different from the songs because, although we're you know starting to to write happier tunes for a while, there we were, I guess, very sad humans.
0: <laughs> we were very melancholy. Everybody hurts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah. we play
3: a lot of sad songs, and then in between, uh, we try to brighten the mood, and we're it's pretty fun. Yeah. I mean, it's usually just the two of us and a guitar. Um, We're trying to, to do some more gigs now with like fuller bands. So we can kind of do both. And, and yeah, like our, our music is sort of, Americana is what we say now like for a while there we didn't really know what genre we were which I think is the nice thing about music now is everyone can be kind of everything but you know we're definitely like folk and then some of our songs are a bit more country and poppy and some are super catchy so they're sort of more pop so I mean we're just kind of like a bit of everything we we just we sing whatever we want We don't really care what genre it is no
0: there you go there's there's your next song right there we don't really care
1: we don't poach, really care. Po- yeah,
0: well, if we can it, tell anybody, anybody anything, it's not, poach, and they should care. It's like you see like three people walk out of your show, bit, and it's like, it's like, uh, it's like Jacob is leaving. It's like, you don't need to <laughs> put is anymore, Jacob. My he just says Jacob leaving. Him. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> Jacob, out. <laughs> That's going to do it for this episode of Tobin Tonight. Our thanks to Quote the Raven for coming on to the show. Remember, you can find past, present, and future episodes
2: on TobinTonight.com, Spotify, and iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and leave a comment or two. For Tobin and myself, this is Jacob Sang. Thanks for listening, and good night.